How many of you are not living your life to your greatest potential? In other words, do you feel like you are living a half-lived life? Do you play small? And do you hold back from doing the things that you have always wanted to do, whether that is to have a new relationship, to make new friends, to leave a marriage, to start a business, maybe to write a book or learn to play an instrument? Is there something that you have wanted to do that's been nagging at you and gnawing at you and you just don't do it? you hold yourself back in some way, shape or form. And I'm curious if you feel or if you're aware that what is holding you back from living the life that you want and desire, if what is holding you back is self-doubt. So for me, as a recovering perfectionist, it has been a struggle to, at times, push myself outside of my comfort zone because if I couldn't do something perfectly and I couldn't get it right all at once, then I felt like a failure. And as most perfectionists do, I had this black or white, all or nothing type of mentality. I actually had a fixed mindset rather than a growth mindset. And when you get caught in that fixed mindset, it's very hard to feel like you are making any progress and any growth. So you may like I have started something and then ended up quitting and giving up on it because I didn't get the result as soon or as quickly as I wanted to. What I often refer to when I talk about this is like a horse being really fast out of the gate, taking off. And then on the second or third lap, just dying out and coming in dead last, dead last meaning like quitting or giving up. And what really underpins this for me and has underpinned in my life is this feeling of self-doubt. That if I wasn't getting feedback or approval from other people, then I wouldn't have the motivation to keep going because I didn't believe in myself. So I needed someone to externally be telling me that I was doing a really good job or I was great at this or that. And when I didn't have that type of feedback, that external validation, I would go inward and feel like I was failing and that I was not worthy and not valuable. A lot of what I'm talking about is codependent patterns and it is what is at the root of the perfectionist and the people pleaser. So I can see this even still sometimes play out in terms of me wanting to grow my business and I want to write a book. And I feel that 
pull inside me that says, no, just stay in the cocoon, stay where it's safe, play small. Don't put yourself out there. Don't go and try to make new friends. Don't go out there and try to write that book because if you do, you may fail. You may not get the outcome that you want. And this morning I was actually on the Peloton and I was doing a class with Alex Toussaint. And if you are a Peloton person, a fellow Pelotoner, if that's even what they call them, and you haven't tried Alex Toussaint's classes, I highly recommend because not only are his classes super challenging and hard, but he is so freaking motivational. And he was talking about this very idea this morning on the ride about having self-confidence, believing in yourself. If you aren't going to believe in yourself, then really who is? At the end of the day, all of the work that I share and talk about on Masks Off and in my TikToks is about this practice, this ability to go inward and to really learn how to be there for ourselves and to show up for ourselves, to meet our own needs and to satisfy and take care of those unmet needs that we had when we were just children. Because at the end of the day, there is truly no knight in shining armor. No one is going to come and rescue us in the way that we want or need. And it's really unfair for us to even have the expectation that one person or two people in our lives can be there and meet all of our needs. So what I'm trying to say here is that if you are waiting and wishing and hoping and expecting someone on the outside, someone that's close to you, someone that's in your inner circle to say to you that you are worthy of stepping outside your comfort zone, that you do have what it takes to take that risk, to jump off the, and take that leap. If you're waiting, wishing, hoping, and wanting for that, that's where you're setting yourself up for disappointment. And it doesn't mean that you don't or won't have people in your life that are encouraging. You will and you do and you can, but they would just be the icing on the cake. You and I, we have to do that for ourselves. So I'm, as I say this to you, I am saying it as a reminder to myself, to remind myself that I can trust myself. And I can believe in myself. I have to first and foremost believe that if I want something badly enough in my life and I work for it, 
and I cultivate the practice that I will have it. For example, I have shared on the podcast that I have started working with a registered dietitian about five months ago. Her name is Sarah Kim from Skim Food, and she has been such a tremendous support and help for me to have food freedom. That's why I hired her, because I have had a compulsive overeating disorder since the age of 11. And I just was so tired of being in this binge restrict cycle, being afraid of going to a restaurant and ordering food and then losing control that I wouldn't be able to control myself. So I wanted to have this food freedom and I have been fighting this. And what I have been learning that I have to really believe in myself and trust in myself that I can do the work. I can have the freedom if I keep at it and I keep working at it. And I have been at it for five months. And while I'm not entirely where I want to be, I have been making progress. So again, going back to what I was saying at the beginning of this episode is that the goal is to have a growth mindset. It's progress, not perfection. And it's not about being perfect because that's often what would happen to me is that I would go into this all or nothing thinking again with, okay, today is the day I'm going to eat clean and I'm going to eat in moderation and I'm going to have control over what I eat. And then of course, if by the end of the day, I had eaten something that I quote unquote shouldn't have eaten or I ate too much of it, then I would feel like I failed and I was a failure and I would go into just overeating and binging the all or nothing. So really what I'm trying to outline in this episode is really more of these characteristics of perfectionism and what it looks like and how it shows up. And that when you have perfectionistic tendencies, you really do tend to live in this space of fear, living in your comfort zone and really wanting to play small because it feels safer to do that than to put yourself out into the world and risk the potential of looking like a failure or not having your shit all together. So I'm trying to really outline the characteristics of the perfectionist, how it shows up and what is at play underneath. Like what's the root cause? What is the wound? Why is it oozing? Why is it infected? And the reason why that most of us, and I'm not going to say all of this is a hundred percent for everyone. This is in general terms. This is what I've learned from my own experience as a recovering perfectionist and codependent. And it is what I have learned from a lot of the research that I have done on codependency is that these are the underpinnings, generally speaking. And most of us have these unmet needs, these core wounds 
that we're not worthy, we're not valuable, we don't matter. And what I really want to emphasize and share as my message in this episode and all my episodes is that you do matter. You matter and I matter. And our work is to learn how to take off the masks and to show up as our true authentic selves because we matter. And because I know for myself and I'm sure for most of you that you do not wanna live a half-lived life. And if you show up throughout your days and with the people that are in your lives with masks on because it feels safer, you feel more protected to wear a quote unquote mask. You might feel more protected to wear the perfectionist mask or to wear the people pleasing mask. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the one that you are hurting the most is yourself because you are not showing up authentically and fully and living a full whole hearted life. And if you want more information on these topics, there are so many people that you can learn from and read about this stuff. What I'm talking about is nothing new. I did not invent this stuff, but some of my favorites for sure. One of my favorites who talks about this is Brene Brown. You can also, I love Dr. Shafali. And I love Melody Beatty. I love reading Melody Beatty. And I'm just going to share with you as I close and wrap up this episode is that she talks about in one of her books, which is called The Language of Letting Go. And it's the first edition. And she talks about self-approval. So she says on September 10th, most of us want to be liked. We want other people to think we're nice, friendly, kind, and loving. Most of us want the approval of others. And since childhood, some of us have been trying to get approval, trying to get people to like us and think highly of us. AKA, that's why we wear the people pleaser mask. AKA, that's why we wear the perfection mask. We might be afraid people will leave us if they disapprove of our actions. So fear of rejection, fear of abandonment is what keeps us continuing to show up with masks on. She continues to say, we may, we may not know that we're lovable now and we can learn to approve of ourselves. In order to live happily, to live consistently with the way that our higher power wants us to live. And you can higher power meaning God of your understanding and to tap into a way of life that is in harmony with the universe. We need to let go of our extreme need for approval. So hard. This was a freaking hard one for me. I'm not going to lie. These unmet needs for approval and love from our past give others control over us today. Listen to that. That's really, really profound and important. These unmet needs for approval and love from our past give 
others control over us. These needs can prevent us from acting in our best interest and being true to ourselves. That's the key. And that's what masks off is all about. We can approve of ourselves. And then I'll add in what I've been talking about throughout this episode is we can trust ourselves and believe in ourselves because in the end, that's the only approval that counts. So I hope that this episode, while it was a little more short, sweet, and to the point, I hope that what you gather from what I shared is that at the end of the day, you do matter. And if you don't believe it, feel it, embody it, then I invite you and encourage you to either read self-help books, reach out to a coach, reach out to a therapist, let me know if you need support, and I would be happy to have a chat with you. And as always, if you liked what I shared in this episode, I would love for you to write a review or to give a rating because the ratings and reviews do help in terms of getting this content out more. It pushes it out more, the more ratings, the more reviews, and the more that this message can help other people. So together as a collective, we can help others to also know that they matter by sharing this podcast with them. So I appreciate that. And I will see you next time on Masks Off.